to episode 17 of Digital Digital Get Down. We are back tonight with a very special episode. It better be special. We've been keeping people waiting for so long. I know. Thank you all for your patience while we got moved and unpacked and everything. Mostly unpacked. Yeah. Still have a lot of books to put on bookshelves. Yeah. And you're playing a little hurt again this week. I know. I keep getting sick, so I apologize for my voice again. I'm going to edit out all your coughs, though. Okay. Uh, so the reason this episode is special, other than the fact that we've been neglecting you guys for the past few weeks, Clink. is that... Ooh, that was a terrible clicking noise. <laughs> it is our third wedding anniversary today, and instead of going out and celebrating, we are so dedicated to this podcast yep. that we are recording this for you guys. Too lazy to do anything else. Yes. We are also so legit tonight because we've actually mm-hmm. unpacked all of our wedding gifts three years yep. later. Yep. We have an ice bucket for the champagne we're drinking. Yeah. We have proper mm-hmm. champagne glasses. Flutes. Champagne flutes, thank you. And we have real coasters that I did not steal from a bar. True, all true. So, we are living it up tonight. So, marriage, good news or bad news? Our marriage? <laughs> that was a test. <laughs> Is that a trick question? That was a test. I would hope that's good news. Hmm. Um, I guess I should say what we're actually drinking. I was just yelling at you for calling it champagne, so I shouldn't have called no. it champagne. Bubbly. Bubbly is fine. It's cava. Juve and Camp's cava. Isn't cava the thing that we drank in that village? No, that, what was that called? Pretty sure it was that groundwater. No, that was in Fiji. And We've it was traveled all over the world, people. We've drank the local beverages with all of these different cultures. So, cassava? Oh, it is cassava. It's spelled differently. Uh-huh. K-A-V-A instead uh-huh. of C-A-V-A. Okay, one point to me. I know, I felt like such a bitch at the, um, this one in book club that I went to. Because they're like, where's the last place you traveled? And someone's like, oh, I haven't traveled at all. Oh, I went to Duluth. <laughs> and I was like, um, well, technically the last place I traveled was coming back from Australia. I mean, technically it was New Hampshire, but then I came back from Australia. But yeah. I was also in Bali. I was oh, that person. Oh, my God. They probably won't invite me back. But that's okay. That's all right. So, once again, we are going to be doing a little bit of an update catch episode. Up. A catch-up episode. Because yeah. I think we would just be a little bit... To all over the place, even more than usual, if we tried to cover real topics and also yeah. like three weeks of news cycles. Yeah. So we're gonna drink our bubbly, mm-hmm. drink our kava, and uh, feel free to join us. Update you. This is gonna be a little bit all over the map tonight. So yeah. uh, buckle your seatbelts and I here we go. List. I got a list. Do you want to start or am I starting? Are we just doing an intro to start? Uh, what we have you some want? intro stuff that's sure. not technically good or bad. Surprise news. me. Um. So we talked about The Office recently in one of the episodes a little bit, right? That we were had been watch, rewatching so. The Office. Yeah. Did you read the article about how Jim Halpert is actually like the worst? Yeah. I was a little bit upset about is it that. A series of gifts as well. Is that one? I'm I was a little bit upset mm. about that. Like, yes, he's like your typical white dude, yeah. and maybe he was like a little bit shady with Pam some of the times. Yeah. But it's not the worst. That's not obviously the worst. an exaggeration. Like we talked about Ross, he's actually the worst. Yeah. Like Mr. Schuster. Actually the worst. Thomas sure. Middledish, actually the worst. <laughs> you said his name. I know. That's how much I hate Because um, he's on all those fucking Verizon commercials now. I finally thought mm. I escaped him with us being done Silicon Valley. You know, right. every time I turn on the American TV. American commercials. Yeah, he's like riding a fucking horse. As we've been re-watching The Office, though, I have felt 
more sympathy for Dwight than I remember. I just feel like, oh, God, Jim's so mean to him. Like, just a bully sometimes. Yeah. It goes it goes over the top a little I bit I understand sometimes. that he has to kill time and keep himself entertained at work, and Pam thinks it's hilarious, which it usually is. Yeah. But he's a bit of a bully. A bit of a bully. But you always get upset about him with Pam, and I don't think he ever really crossed a line with Pam. He did kiss her mm. one time, which was maybe crossing a line, mm. but... Chili's was on her. Chili's was on her. Yeah. Chili's was on her. Um, so I was a little bit upset about that. I think there are a lot worse characters on television shows to be picking on than Jim Halpert. Mm. Do we want to like segue that into some of the, the TV we've been watching? Should we well, do I was going to talk about TV? a couple things that I watched while you abandoned me. I was okay in Bachelorhood for two and a half weeks. Oh my gosh. I thought you were going to say you watched The Bachelorette. No, it didn't get that bad. Okay. No. My TV show of choice was Man in the High Castle. Right, Philip K. Dick. Via Amazon Original. No, I think it's Amazon the first again. Amazon Original I've watched. I watched Transparent Season 1. Ugh. Um, so, Man in the High Castle, obviously they couldn't stick to the book exclusively, because they've already stretched out over like two and a half seasons or Who something now. famous people in it? I don't think there's anyone famous. The most famous person is uh, Elder Johnny Tsunami, plays a Japanese man. You mean Johnny Tsunami's grandfather or Johnny yeah, Tsunami sorry. himself? No. Johnny Tsunami's grandfather. The original Johnny Okay. Johnny Tsunami yeah. Sr. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. He's still kicking? Yeah. I was like, I think, I was like, I think I'm being racist, but this guy seems like Johnny Tsunami's grandpa. And then I looked it up and confirmed that he hasn't done that a ton all since then. Look the same. But it definitely was Johnny Capahala Sr. And then, um... Uh, I Whatever thought, his name, Tagato or something in I the show. I thought I, like, knew someone that was in it that was famous. Um, uh, the guy from... Oh, I don't even know. He, no. Who were, like, the producers? I thought there was, like, a famous um, producer or something. I don't think Abrams was attached to it. Anyways, uh, so I got through season one. I watched pretty much one episode a night. And the acting was not very good. You could tell they put a lot of money into the pilot, and then the rest of the season, like, they limped mm. along with a lot of cheap sets and things. Yeah. And it didn't really seem to capture the mystique that the book had. Uh, and so I was all ready to give it up. Ridley Scott was one of the executive okay. producers. That's why you don't like it. Blade Runner. Well, that's the thing, is that because they're both Philip K. Dick, so people were like, he'd be the right person to oh, okay. be connected to this project. So I was all ready to say goodbye to it after one season, ten episodes. Yeah. And then cliffhangers in the last two episodes. They gotcha. They showed Hitler on screen, which the book doesn't show Hitler on screen. And I was like, oh, God, they jumped the shark when they went to a Berlin scene with Hitler on screen. I have no idea what this is about, so just saying oh. Hitler all of a sudden seems really jumping the shark to me because <laughs> I, I thought we had talked about it. No, no idea. Man in the High Castle is... Alternate reality, okay. where Germany and Japan win the war, okay. take over America. The East is part of Germany, Nazi Germany. The West, specifically California, based out of San Francisco, is part of Japan. Okay. And there's a middle zone in between, okay. which there's no one really in charge of. Okay. Um... So the first season did some storylines about German spies and German government in the New York area, the whole storyline of people in San Francisco trying to start a resistance, and there's this whole idea of there are these movies out there that show true events in our timeline, your and my okay. timeline. And so people are seeing these videos of America winning and Germany losing and Hitler dying, and they're like, what is going on? So is there a crossover between the realities? 
I was waiting for it, and it sort of gets to it at the in the last ten minutes of the last episode. Okay. I did zone out a little bit in the middle of that, but you yeah. seem like you're really into it, so I'm happy for you. Not really into it, but, like, I wasn't, like, season two's already out, so I could have started watching it, so... It if you like abandon a, me for another two-week period, I'll probably watch okay. it. Another fortnight. It sounds like a grown-up version of Legend by Marie Lu. Hmm. It's a trilogy that someone, like a young adult trilogy that someone recommended to me. It had a really good setup, and then I I, I didn't really like the way it went, yeah. the plot went. But it was similar in that, except the U.S. was divvied up into, like, corporate mm-hmm. states. Yeah. Because corporations got so big and paid off the government or whatever that there was actually different corporate states. Yeah. But this was meant to be, like, a future dystopia, so there was, like banned artifacts and like real quarters from yeah. the previous one that said the United States and stuff like anything saying the United States was banned because now there's all these separate corporate states. Yeah. Um, but it was sim- sounded a bit similar to that, but I didn't, yeah. it was a good premise and I didn't like where they went with it. Yeah. Anyway. So I watched that and then I tried to catch up on a few movies that I knew you could care less about okay. that I should get out of my list. Yeah. Um, so I, I stayed on my, um, Adam Driver kick. I watched Patterson, which is the one where he's a bus driving poet. Okay. Okay. And that's pretty much the only, (laughs) that's the only premise bit that you need. He's a bus driver during the day. He writes poetry in his free time and he goes to a bar at night. What's the, uh, the tension, the conflict? What's the conflict? Yeah. Um, he's got a wife who's a little bit loopy, who stays home all day. This is why I didn't want to watch, want you to watch this movie. (laughs) And she's pushing him to, like, try to go take his poetry, um, serious and, like, become a a full-time poet, and he just treats it as a hobby. So that's the only tension, really. Okay. It's a cute movie, though. Okay, I believe you. I also watched Tracks in honor of our former I Australian to watch that. I knew you were going to say it's that about this Netflix one. It's on my Netflix list. It's on my Netflix list. I think we should be merging lists. Shouldn't there be a, a, a tool in the app that says, yeah. hey, you're too... Don't watch this because your wife also wants to watch it? have this, yeah. Uh, it's terrible. Oh. I'm glad that I took one, took one for the team. Okay. Uh, I like that actress, okay, Mia Wojciechowska. Mm-hmm. And Adam Driver was the annoying National Geographic right, photographer. He's a photographer, yeah. Um, I've heard not great things about the girl, the lady who the true story is based on. Okay. But aside from that, it's just a very strange movie. Like, I don't normally say this, but the movie was far too short. It was okay. about ninety minutes, and she walks from what's the place near Ayers Rock? Alice Springs. Yeah, walks from Alice Springs to uh, WA, the coast. Shit. Okay. Which is like 2,000 miles or something. For anyone who doesn't know, that's like walking from probably like Chicago to L.A. Yeah. Even even a little bit further, I think. Um, but it's a 90-minute movie. She encounters no trouble at all. She has one run-in with a snake, and her dog doesn't make it. Spoiler alert. Uh, they always kill the dogs. Yeah. So I was just waiting for the dog scene to happen. And she runs into two wild camels. That's it. Across the entire desert, that's it. Never runs out of food, never runs out of water. Well, it also came out the same time as um, the Reese Witherspoon one. Ah, that was very good. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. So was it just, like, the crappier version of that? I guess so. But, like, it, it should have been, like, this epic story. Yeah. And she traveled with three camels. Like, there was this whole big introduction about how no one realizes how many camels there are in Australia. I knew that. And so there's a lot of uh, feral ones out in the woods, the woods, and I'm the, the bush. Yeah. 
but she spends the whole first like 30 minutes of the movie trying to get people to give her camels for free and she eventually works for this guy for like a year to get three of his camels whatever it's a dumb storyline and then so she takes three camels and her dog on the trek but she does not ever ride any of the camels they are only there to carry her things okay just seemed a little strange to me to have giant animals that people ride and to not make use of that the whole point i guess was that she wanted to walk okay but she never really explained it. They had terrible voiceovers, as you mm. would on a, a movie with, like, one character yeah. on screen most of the time. And her other major conflict at the end was that she got too popular, and people came out to try to see her, and she got overwhelmed. She had a panic attack because people wanted to take her picture. Okay. That was the biggest drama in the Outback, is that people want to take your picture. Yikes. Just a very strange movie. Especially after having watched The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah. Where they have definitely watch there. that over it. Definitely watch uh, Into the Wild if you want to see a unprepared person going out into a dangerous or terrain. Wild with Reese yeah. Witherspoon. Yeah. Yeah, all better than this. Okay. And yes. I also watched this last one. No wonder you ha- we can't do a regular episode tonight. You have so many little thoughts about movies. American Honey. Almost Which took it off my that? list about a dozen times. Shia LaBeouf. Plus a complete unknown actress. Okay. She joins his group of straggling bums who sell magazines to random people across America. Okay. All the actors in it, aside from, I think, Shy and one other person, are complete unknowns. So it's like a very, very indie style. And how did you feel about it? You're making a real tentative face at me. I don't know if I'd ever watch it again, and I think you would probably hate it, but in the moment, it was one of the more interesting movies I've watched. Mostly because of the acting, the fact that you could tell these people weren't acting because they didn't know how to act. It was almost like a documentary of of just messed up kids, kind of. You know, a weird movie, like, it was one of the more interesting movies we've watched together. What? That one with, um, what's-his-face from The Social Network? Um, and it was based on that, that like, Russian Oh, Jesse Eisenberg story. double. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you really liked that one. I didn't fall for it. I really liked that I think this, one. Yeah, so that was kind of my feeling about this one. Okay. Um, can I talk about some of the TV I've been watching while you've been working and I've been home? Yeah, admit to the sick. people that you are now a converted this, binger. I've gotten a, a virus and it's turned me into a binger. This flu-like virus yeah. I've gotten changed my binging-ness. Okay. Um... I incredible. <laughs> that scared me. Um, well, first of all, I finished Teen Wolf. Yeah, I will. I have some things to say about this. That last was a episode. long journey. You still playing lacrosse? I, still lax pros? Lacrosse was still there. Okay. The coach had a very um, exciting part in the finale episode. Yeah. Um, I still maintain that Teen Wolf is the Buffy with cell phones. Right. It's the same type of, like, Scooby gang mm-hmm. kind of solving mysteries, and some of them are supernatural and some of them aren't, whatever. So I still maintain it's a decent show. It went real weird yeah. for, like, the middle couple seasons. Mm-hmm. This last season, though, brought it around, and it was pretty interesting. So, okay. you know, in Buffy, there's that scene that everybody loves where they're at the prom, and they give her, like, the Class Protector Award or whatever. Do you remember that part? Sure. You don't remember anything about Buffy. No. Um, we are going to do that on the show Spike. sometime. <laughs> so, there's a part where, where basically the... 
third and a half wall. Like uh-huh. that wall in the, in the show between the people who know about the supernatural and then like the regular students that are just kind of background people. Right. That breaks down and they say, we know weird shit goes on at our school mm-hmm. and we know that you've helped us, so thank you for it. Yeah. Teen Wolf did the opposite. They flipped that script. Flipped and inst- instead of the regular students being like, thank you guys for protecting us, they were like, what the fuck? You guys are always involved. Why couldn't we just have a normal school? Kind Basically. Of? Mm-hmm. So they all turn on the Supernatural kids. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But it, it was interesting because it, yeah. it seemed realistic. And there was a bit of a Supernatural angle of it where there was like this uh, monster that was um, causing people to be afraid. Like it, it increased fear in people. Okay. So that people that were maybe just a little bit wary or a little bit like what going, is going on at the school took it to the max and like got really freaked out and hmm. wanted to. Oh boy. Should not let you pour champagne. <laughs> keep talking. Well, you keep pouring. There's too much foam. You have to tip the glass like a yeah, beer glass. Um, so it was interesting because it was a lot of these seasons have been about um, Scott McCall and the pack and whatever, them all protecting the townspeople from the evil things. And in yeah. this case, it was the townspeople that they need to protect well, themselves it's against. it's kind of like I'm still waiting for the Batman movie where people are like, we're not going to fucking live in Gotham City anymore. Yeah. Like, it's not worth it. It was basically no that. No matter how nice the jobs are and the property taxes are low, <laughs> but we're constantly in danger of dying. Yes. Constantly can't get on a boat, can't go out to eat. There's nuclear bombs in the can't ocean. Can't go out the ocean. No bridges. My God, all of our politicians have half a face. Yeah. So, uh, it was really like that. So it was interesting. So Ice. <laughs> It's like a mojito commercial. <laughs> so the main premise was essentially them having to fight off the townspeople without actually hurting any of them. Okay. It was anyway. You said the good guys won. The good guys won. The good guys won. And they killed off all the cute, some of the cute gals earlier in the years, though. Allison. Mm. I know. Um, and they kind of got rid of the nice Asian girl. Yeah, she had a lot of backstory with her. She was fighting yeah, a lot of demons. Mom and her dad and the, did the May desert Hunter people Boy last till the end. He kind of came back. I think he's, he was filming that Cameo. American um, assassin Hasn't movie. Has he like lost both his legs? <laughs> no, Dylan. Right? No, he got hurt filming Maze Runner. But yeah. He's fine. Okay. The next Maze Runner coming up, but then also like American Assassin. He's like the main character. He got beard and he's all scruffy. It's like saw, a real movie. Who else is in it? I saw the preview. Um, the guy, the guy that oh, was in the Spider-Man okay. movie. You didn't see it. No. The villain from the Spider-Man movie, the old dude. Tony Stark. No. <laughs> oh, I know who you're gonna say. It's Kevin. Uh, it's um, it's uh, Michael Keaton. Yes. Yeah. Birdman. Batman. Birdman. And Birdman. That's the point. Fourth wall. Third wall, three and a half. Whatever. Um, so, what were we even talking about? Teen Wolf, good guys won. Yeah, but then why don't we start talking about Michael Keaton? Uh, did he lose his legs? <laughs> oh. It was a cameo performance. No, Dylan O'Brien did not lose his legs. He just was kind of absent during most of the season, so I yeah. think it's because he was filming the other things. That's fine. But he came back for like a exciting bit at the end. Okay. Um, there was like a big reunion the Isn't last he, couple like, the episodes. only, like... Fiction show MTV does? It was still on MTV, right? It was. And I was going to save this for later, but since you brought it up, mm. I know you're excited for TRL, yeah. which there's been a lot of commercials for. Uh-huh. I saw a commercial for this other show called 90s House. Yeah, that popped up. Made on... me want to vomit. Okay, what's it about? It's like Big Brother or like one of those, like mm-hmm. they all live in a house together kind of thing, except they can't use any technology at oh. all. So it's only the 90s. It looks so stupid, though. Oh, like, they're I felt all... like it was like 90s nostalgia. 
I mean, it kind of is, but it's more like you're trapped in a house and it's like it's the 90s again. And okay. they, like they were all like huddled around a little desktop computer, like listening to the AOL like dial up yeah, sounds. Yeah, 56, like, 56K modem. That was like the ooh, and they're all like fighting and arguing. Like, like, this is so much harder than I thought it would be. Early like, Instinct albums on I there. I guess so. And their Walkmans. I guess. Hmm. It, it looked terrible. It looked Yeah, like I clicked on really, Comcast really Fall TV and that's what it recommended to me. What else have you been watching that it thinks you should be watching that? Probably Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh, yeah, Showing up on the account. <laughs> um, also, probably the other one that I started watching. There are two other ones. Jeez, I've been mm-hmm. watching a lot of weird TV lately. Um, I'm not ashamed of them. Not guilty pleasure-wise. Just no. not uh, Emmy-winning TV. We'll get to that. Um, Riverdale. I binged that hard this weekend. You did. I binged it hard. Oof. I liked it. I didn't think I was going to like it, and I liked it. It filled my Gossip Girl void. You're you talking. You definitely need at least one good CW show in your life. Yes. Yeah. So we were talking recently about how I, I was like slightly tempted to rewatch Gossip Girl, even though there's a lot of seasons of junk in there. Yeah. But that kind of like vibe of like yeah. you know rich teenagers like mysteries. It's nice and family to like, drama. not worry about like big problems, like just small little dramas. Yeah. Well, in this in Riverdale, it's like Some somebody's been dramas. murdered. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, it's a very self-contained, yeah. and it's very nice because it's very um, long arcs. Right. Like each episode doesn't necessarily have like something that like it, it goes up and then they finish yeah. and it goes down. Like it's yeah. a very long, almost like one long movie yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Because I think sometimes um, the other movie that the other TV show, excuse me, that I just started watching was The Bold Type. You tell the people about this. I gotta get my laptop charger so that we don't die halfway through. Well, so it's a free form. So what used to be ABC Family when we were still living here. And Fox Family before that. And something else before that, probably. Um, The Bull Type, I don't remember who told me to watch it. It might have even been one of you people listening told me to watch it. Or mentioned that it was good. Um, It's pretty much of how to lose a guy in 10 days. Or... Uh, 13 going on 30 was just like a TV show. So I'm a little bit over like the New York fashion magazine world kind of aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But it's really solid with like female friendships. It's all about these three like work best friends. And I really appreciate that. There's not been a lot of like romantic drama. And like it's really about... Not a lot of romantic drama. There was so much kissing and... What? There's like side plots with guys, but the yeah. main characters are not like a will they won't they couple or something like right. that. The main characters are these three friends that work together. Yeah. So I appreciate that it's really focused on female friendships and like feminist issues and, and every like current event issues. Yeah. But it's so episodic. Yeah. Like there's like a work issue and then they solve it and then there's a bad part and then it gets better and then it ends. <laughs> like you would think for a, a show that's meant to be more like real life and have these like long arcs about friendship and careers that they would have some ongoing arcs. Whereas so far it's been really like each episode. It's like, Oh no, should I get this promotion? Oh no, I messed it up. Oh no, well, it proved itself in the first end. First episode like, was that she never had an orgasm. Has she had an orgasm yet? Yes. With the oh, guy well from, then yeah. What the guy from the magazine downstairs. What is there left to do? I don't know. So I'm still going to keep watching it. It's a good, like, female friendship kind of feel-good show. But okay. it is very much, like, each episode is its own little self-contained thing, which is a little bit, gets a little bit tiring after, like, yeah. the fourth episode. Because real life doesn't work like that. You don't wrap everything up in 40 minutes. I wish. <laughs> and, like, Riverdale is so distanced from, like, everyday issues that I see on Twitter all the time. That's kind of yeah. nice that you can just, like, go into this weird little noir kind of comic book world. Whereas this one is so much about, like, today's current issues, which is good that they're covering it and talking about it, but 
sometimes I want to break from that when I'm watching TV. So the girl who's never had an orgasm was from a comic strip. What? No, the girl who's never had an orgasm was from Faking It, that other MTV TV show. Yeah. Um, where she pretends to be a lesbian with her friends. Right. Um, which I never finished watching, but I watched some of it. Yeah. The Archie was a comic book. I st- keep trying to tell this to you. And Jughead, I've heard of. Yeah, Archie and Jughead. It was about murder? No, but they took the comic characters, Archie and Betty and Veronica and Jughead yeah. and all of them, and put them in this, like, noir, um... What? What, yeah. what was that movie? Um, Pleasantville. Yeah. Kind of like that. I've never seen it. Well, it's... it's it's weird. You haven't seen that either? No. This has just gone off the rails. I'm sorry. We're hmm. just jumping around a lot. So, um, Pleasantville is in like, a fi- like the 1950s. It's Reese Witherspoon and Tobey Maguire. That's the Superman one, right? What? Isn't he Superman? No, you're thinking of the, of Smallville. Yeah. Oh my God. Pleasantville is <laughs> that movie where, where um, Tobey Maguire is like this weird kid who's obsessed with like the 1950s, okay. and he goes through his magic TV with the evil TV guy and goes back in time into this black and white, like, leave to beaver kind of, sh- like, show. Okay. And then he drags his sister with him, and she's, like, the popular girl, and she doesn't yeah. want to be in this, like, backwards time. And everything's black and white, but when they start doing all these modern things, it, like, uh-huh. starts messing up the whole town. Okay. Anyways, so it's kind of like that in that it, there's, like, pop soda shop and stuff, but yeah. it's meant to be current, so they have, like, cell phones and stuff. Anyway. Yeah. I like it. Okay. The second season's coming out soon. There was some big drama in the very last scene of the first season. Yeah. So I'm interested. The second season comes out soon. So. They say there's no stories left to tell. And so I guess that's why you take comic strip, you add some murder, and there you go. It was, it was better new than I story. expected. Okay. Um, we have been watching some new TV shows together, too. Yeah. Not sold on the Young Sheldon. Mm, I wasn't yeah. really that excited about it anyway. The First of all... The first episode is just the, the trailer. Pretty much, That yeah. I'd already seen for because it was like yeah. a five-minute trailer, and the 20-minute episode was just the right. trailer. So I don't think we should base our judgment off that. No. We could probably do a whole podcast episode about the Big Bang Theory sometimes. Yeah. It's what the kids call a problematic fave in that right. I enjoy watching it, but I see that there's a lot of issues with it. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We can maybe save that for another episode. Okay. Um, but The Orville is the other one we've been watching, mm. and you seem to be enjoying it more than me. I'm fine with it. It's a good entry point into weird Star Trek things for people who could care less about that shit. Yeah, I need to, like, actually finish Star Trek the original series. Because it's not... And I need not... to figure out how to watch Star Trek Discovery. What the fuck is it doesn't CBS exist, All Access? Apparently. Is it on Netflix? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to check if it's not some reason on Netflix. No, it's only on this CBS online thing. We'll get to streaming sites in a second, but continue. Um... So yeah, it's like not, it has nothing to do with space, actually. It's like a workplace family drama, relationship drama, just happens to be plugged into an intergalactic ship. Yeah. So. So it's your gateway drug to real Star Trek, is what you're saying. I guess so. I don't know if I want that. You just keep hearing Brian, the family guy dog. I cannot watch the show without like staring at the show to remember that it's real people, because Mm -hmm. all I hear is Brian from Family Guy. And then if he gets angry, he turns into Stewie. And then if he gets, yeah. like, he's trying to be funny, he turns into Peter. Like, it's yeah. really difficult for me to watch it because all I hear is the Family Guy voices. Yeah. And then I just see uh, Tara from Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. You said her name right. Yeah. Um, and so we'll have to do another, you know, update when some of the other shows start that you were excited about. Ghosted, ghosting, mm-hmm. ghosts. Ghosted. And the mayor. The mayor. And Good Place came back. I'm oh, on yeah. the fence still. I think we need to give it a second episode. This is another one oh, yeah. I think we need to give a second episode. Okay. We'll check back about those. Um, do you want, I don't really have much to say about the Emmys. Do you want to talk about the Emmys? Uh, not really. 
Well, we still haven't watched Handmaid's Tale yet, so we don't have anything to say about that. I just finished rereading it for my book club, so we can watch it sometimes. So Lizzie it. Moss, as they call her. I prefer they just call her Elizabeth. Yeah. Creeps me out a little bit. Because of the Scientology, people were pretty pretty uh, critical about that. Yeah. Um, we don't watch This Is Us, so we didn't get oh. emotional when those people no. won or got nominated. I was pretty excited for Aziz Ansari, and um, yeah. I feel bad that I don't remember her name at this moment. Yeah. The writer. Yeah. Because um, that was the best, ep- one of the best episodes yeah, we talked about. Correct. How that, that season was up and down, but that was yeah. clearly a high point. And with the mm-hmm. Emmys, it's one, I always forget it's one episode they get nominated for for a lot of them. True. And even for the actor ones, you send in a specific couple of episodes, right. I think. Um, so I was really excited about that one because I think that was yeah. worthy of it. I don't even remember who won Donald things. Glover won some stuff, Donald but we don't Glover watch Glover won a lot of stuff, yeah. Um, uh, Riz Ahmed won something. I don't, we didn't watch that show no. either. This, this is the night, or what was uh, it called? The night of. The night of. Didn't watch that? Not yet, no. No, I didn't watch Big Little Lies? No. Yeah? I'm, hmm. This is not being very interesting, so we'll <laughs> Um, if we can go into our bad news, because I want to segue into the streaming services thing. Okay. Did you hear that Taylor Swift is starting her own streaming oh, service? Oh, good lord. Taylor. Her music or tell? Is she doing original television as well? I don't know. Taylor, my girl, you gotta talk. Listen up. Because the streaming service thing, there's so many other streaming services, and I'm sure that yours is gonna have cool behind the scenes videos of you and your cats oh, on the tour and, and stuff like that and cool. The cats are on the tour with her? Yeah. Oh, okay. But there's so many streaming services. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna pay for yours too. I don't wanna pay for it. And also, the bullshit with your ticketing system. We talk, did we talk about this in the last one? No, I you talked to me individually. Are you sure? That was in the so. podcast? How in order to get priority access to tickets for the shows, you have to like buy more of her merchandise. Like The more yeah. money you spend in her store, like the better, better priority access you get for her tickets. Tickets is just such bullshit. a scam. Taylor, just everywhere. because I don't own 17 of your sweatshirts doesn't mean I'm less of a fan than someone else. And then I don't deserve tickets to your show. <sighs> so. Okay. More streaming services, boo. Mm-hmm. Um, you have been annoyed about this on my phone. Okay. My phone has still not entirely switched back from Australia mode. No. Because I bought this phone in Australia and it activated it in Australia. Calls it the bin Australia. instead of the trash. For Gmail, yeah. But when I search something, it automatically goes to google.com.au. Mm. And it keeps giving me ads that are Australian ads yeah. as well. And this one has been driving me crazy. It's called Manshake. Man, it's this like 15 second commercial on Facebook, like uh-huh. the stupid ads when you were trying to watch like, yeah. a video as long as it's a like minute. a shake weight. And it's like, what you been doing, man? Man, I've been shaking it. And it's like, Ew. it's man shake. It's, it's meant to be like a, like a protein shake or a diet shake, but for men. Okay. And it's this like oversized, like smoothie shaker thing. And like, they like man shake and they like shake them. Mm-hmm. things together it's like why can't you just have regular diet shakes does it have to be called the man shake for you I to didn't feel like think, i didn't think weight shakes were feminine to begin with right mm, very shakes. irritating it's just like why does everyone think have to say man in front of it so okay. people are like oh it's okay for me to have that because it says man on it so youtube that folks if you're bored <sighs> um can we jump back a few weeks talk about tennis for a minute oh, a lot sure, of people baby. come to this podcast for my tennis. And fantasy baseball. Yeah. Why haven't we watched Roger and Rafa together we'll playing to that. doubles? Lin-Manuel said it was amazing and said it has his profile picture. Okay. Well, I think it's over now. I know, but we should go back and watch it. Surely yeah. we, surely okay, we can somewhere. lead off with that. So this was the Laver Cup, named after Australian's finest, Rod Laver. He's getting old. 
So I don't know exactly how it worked, but it was an exhibition thing. It was not associated with the actual tour, the ATP. I guess Roger Federer's team and agents and company were behind it. So that's why he was so heavily promoting it. But basically, the idea was to create, like, the first ever tennis all-star game. They have the Davis Cup, which is countries against countries, like the Olympics. But they don't have something outside the tour where it's, like, just all the best stars in the world. So they went with this format where it was Europe versus rest of the world. Okay. So that's how Roger uh, from Switzerland and Rafa from Spain ended up on the same side. Mm -hmm. And then it was them, you know, against people from the Americas and... Asia and Australia, I guess. Okay. So I don't really know what the format was. I think there were both singles and doubles matches, but the highlight, it seems like for everyone, was Roger and Rafa playing doubles together. No one got hurt, which is all that matters. I want to watch it. Well, I checked a couple clips, but we can go back and see. Okay. Highlights. Why didn't you tell me it was happening? I didn't even know what channel it was on in the U.S. And I was a little burned out. I watched a good 14 days straight of U.S. Open because this was during the gap when I was... By myself? Yeah, keep saying it. I abandoned you. I'm sorry. Would you so, like to drive into U-Haul next time? So, tennis was my background noise, my home from work noise. And who won? Um, Sloane Stevens is the only one I care about. Rafa. So, Rafa and Roger are even on the season. Two and two. Two and two. Yep. And who's number one still? Say it. Um, Say it. Mm, Say it. The sweaty rat. Rafael Nadal, me more. Okay, so Sloane Stevens was adorable. She's my favorite. Yeah. More the importantly, yeah. video clip mm. of her not knowing how big the check was. You saw that finally. Yeah, yeah. and then her her friend. That's a lot of money. Her friend that she lost to. What Mad- was her name? She beat Madison, Madison Keys. Keys. Yeah. yeah, that she beat. I meant. Yeah. Um, was like, oh, I'll hold it for you. Yeah. It was so cute. You They're saw their friends. hug at the yeah. end. And then the other part was that when they went to commercial break before they set up the stage for the trophies. Sloane picked up her chair and brought it over to Madison because Madison was still crying a little bit. And they, like, hugged during the best commercial. You know I love when people are best friends. Yeah. So she was great. Now let's get to the more important things. Okay. Fucking uniforms. The outfits. Oi. Oi. Nike tennis. You did it in Australia where we were watching on TV and thinking, are these two women wearing the exact same Yes, yes they are. One piece thing? Yep, they did it there. And then the US Open, they all had this weird thing with the black stripes. Oh, that was a different one. I have an update on that. Okay. Nike's was the one that Madison Keys wore, and Sharapova didn't because she has her own line and stuff. But all the other. We can talk about her sometime and how I'm not happy with her. All the other Nike sponsored women had the same outfit on. Ridiculous. I understand if they have them in their rotation. But you, someone from Nike should be checking when they have two of their sponsored athletes going on the court at the same time. You really need, like, home and away jerseys. Yeah. Uh, then the other ones, there was a lot of drama about You are worked up. You've been saving yeah. us. The, the ones you're talking about are the Adidas ones, where oh. they had pinstripes and yeah, red, rough. yellow, and blue. Um, and so there was a lot of drama because everyone who wore them pretty much lost in the first or second round. And all the blame... Turn to guess. Serena. Pharrell. Oh. <laughs> apparently, apparently he designed them. Okay. Pharrell with his big hats and his pinstripe tennis uniforms. Okay. So he cursed people. Now, good segue. My other tennis update was how do you feel about Serena's baby? I think it's a baby girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the point. How do you feel about the name? Her middle name's Melbourne or something, right? No, the exciting part is that it's Alexis Jr. The girl took. The baby girl took 
the father's name and became the junior. Okay. I'm fine with that. I thought that was pretty cool. What's not a middle name, though? Um, was it like Victory or... I'll it, click on it. it I didn't something. think it was strange. It was strange because it was about how she was in her mom's belly during the thing. I don't think so. The baby girl was named... You're just looking at the ads. You missed the article. Oh, fucking hell. Click the thing. Why would I have to click... Alexis Olympia Ohanian Jr. Olympia. Olympia. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Well, it's still victory. cool. Anyway. <sighs> I think that's all I have for tennis. Okay, all? Yeah, that's like 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we gotta hurry up. I don't know. There's a lot of rants in some of these. Okay, I'll just run through mine real quick. They'll each like five seconds, and then the rest of the time's yours. Okay. Okay? You just give me a quick one-line reaction to these. Rami Malek from... Eddie Mercury. Uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. From what's the TV show that we hated? Doctor... Or Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. How do you feel about him as Freddie Mercury? Um, I didn't watch the video with the pictures. I've seen Picture him on spot yeah. on. Next, update me in two sentences or less about this Are Aladdin. Are you just doing general news? Yeah. You know I hate when you do this. What do you mean? My stuff right into bad news and good okay. news. Bad news, good news. Well, you're telling me if they're good news or bad news. I don't know. Okay. The Aladdin news. The movie release date got switched around. Will Smith is there. There's some race issues. Hit me. Good news or bad news? Um... <sighs> I didn't hear about the release date being moved. They switched it with the Star Wars movie because the Star Wars director took off. Right. Um, the issue was that like one of the people was like Indian and not Middle, like Pakistani and not Middle Eastern. Is that? I thought he was Israeli and not. I thought he was. I forget. No idea. Medium good news. Okay. Ben Affleck looking really really disgusting. Did you see that picture? No, I only care about the Jen and that Jen and Ben. Yeah, so I was going to mention that too. So Jennifer Garner, did you see her? the Hamilton thing? Yeah, but apparently so it's from funny. years ago. Yeah, it was like two years ago. Okay, when she just posted it now. Just like give a me a reaction to this picture. Tell the people. Ooh. So this Ugh. is him with his his gal, who he who he's Lindsay Shukas. Yeah. Um. Yikes! He looks like he's on the verge of death. He looks like an alcoholic. He is. He's got the red face and like yeah. the little squinty. He looks like an alcoholic pot smoker. Like a 60-year-old alcoholic pot smoker. Like a 60-year-old. He looks like your old racist uncle. Yeah. In like your old t-shirt that got too stretched out that he now wears. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. We'll link to I it on I think Jen was the only thing holding him, about, Twitter. Holding him up. Okay. I don't really need you for this one. I will never in my life see the Lego Nin- Ninjago <laughs> movie. What the fuck? I'm not interested in that one. The only These... reason that Batman one was funny it was because it was made fun of all the superhero yeah. movies. These are straight to DVD people. Yeah. Okay, little Franco, you can do better than that. Yeah. This sad. I oh god. No further comments. Um, the one that I still keep thinking is a fever dream of mine. I need yeah, to talk about this. It is. I there's a real article about bad it. Bad news, Lego. Nobody else has. This is bad news for sure. Nobody else has talked about it. Nobody else seems to have noticed this happened. So maybe it was like a false start kind of thing, and it's not so. true. Maybe someone was fucking high and posted this. But there is. Oh gosh, I need to find the article now so uh-huh. I can just read it. Stranger Things kids cast in Netflix Harry Potter series produced by Joss Whedon. That's not a thing. Straight out of my nightmares. Straight out of my name. I'm going to ask Siri about it right now. Is Today there... Is Wednesday, oh, good September God. Siri is useless. Fuck off, Siri. Is there going to be a Harry Potter series on Netflix? Sorry. Oh. I couldn't find anything called Harry Potter. You couldn't find one fucking thing on the <laughs> internet called Harry Potter. Yeah, it's a real niche 
a niche demographic. So the press release, this is from Hypable. It's not. I'm going to Google while you talk about this. In a stunning turn of events, Netflix's latest press release says that several actors from Stranger Things have been plucked to star in a brand new Harry Potter television series set in the U.S., Millie Bobby Brown, Gatton Matarazzo, Finn Wolfhard, Noah Schnapp, and Caleb McLaughlin have all been cast, like the whole group, in a new Harry Potter series set at the American Wizarding School Ilvermorny, and the famed Joss Whedon has been tapped to executive produce the series. And there's a quote from Joss Whedon. (laughs) The The still entitled series will be the first ever television show based off of J.K.'s Wizarding World and is set in the mid-90s when Voldemort's rise to power can no longer be ignored. Um... Millie Bobby Brown is going to keep her natural uh, British accent for the show. And there's a quote from J.K. Rowling. Yeah, no, this it's the only Google result is this hypable art, art, article. It's not, it's not real, a real, right? Thing. It no. has to be a bad dream of mine that somehow manifested into a press release. Mm, yeah. Because Joss Whedon doing some extra Harry Potter shit that didn't really exist and then yeah. straight to Netflix. Yeah. It's like somebody listened to our podcast and I came up so. and like a robot came up with the worst thing. I would thing. not lose sleep about that. I have, I've just like been pretending it doesn't exist. And there's like so many quotes from all of them. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense fake to me. Fake news, I hope it's say. fake news. I hope that's fake news. Okay. That's bad fake news. Um, the female Lord of the Flies reboot. Mm-hmm. Have you read anything about that? And um, what are your feelings on that? I heard it's that? dumb. I still have never read the book. T- really? Yeah, you've said this at least five times oh, in the okay. Um, well, the, the gist of it is that and there's some good articles about it, but the gist of it is the main point of Lord of the Flies, as said by the author, yeah. is that it was a commentary on male, like, patriarchal society and what it does to males growing up. Right. Especially, like, the boarding school and aristocracy and stuff like that. So making it with girls doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There was some really funny... Did I show you the funny things that was, like... Making fun of it and talking about how they would just like braid each other's hair and yeah, they wouldn't have any terrible choices. So it doesn't make any sense. Like mm-hmm. female Ghostbusters, like sure, I still haven't watched it, but I want to. Sure. But like taking a book that was literally about the dangers of patriarchy mm. on the psyche of young boys, yeah, and then putting girls into it makes no sense. You can't just pick something and then just put all females in and think everybody's gonna pay to watch it. Yeah, sounds like that like, Confederate write show some new on, shit. on HBO. Write some new shit. Yeah. Um, my other bad news, Jamel Hill. I still want to talk about this. Okay. I won't get into it too much because it's been a bit overtaken with Take the Knee and all of that. I don't want to talk about that either. I'm, this is my one comment that I want to make. Yeah. All these people who like to hide their racism and misogyny behind free speech. Yeah. Don't give a shit when actual free speech is being violated. As we talked about before in this podcast, free speech means that the government can't fire you or take any action towards you for what you say, your opinions. Yeah. And with Jamel Hill and with the black NFL athletes, yeah. that's literally what's happening. The government yeah. via the president, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. is saying that they should be fired for their opinions. That is going against free speech. That's violating First free Amendment. speech. Yeah. The First Amendment. All the other shit about like punching Nazis in the face, that is not violating the First Amendment. Mm. The President of the United States is saying that people should be fired for having negative opinions about him. No. That is violating free speech. So it's just so... The hypocriticalness, hypocrisy mm. of everything is just driving me crazy. Like, you either... If you want to hide behind free speech, fine, but you have to support that for everybody. Yeah. Otherwise, just admit that you're a racist piece of shit. Okay, I have one for you. 
Would you go to IMAX to watch an episode of Game of Thrones? Pay to go to an IMAX. Is it full IMAX price? Probably not. If it was like the finale finale, maybe. So it's coming. Some IMAXs are starting yeah, to have Yeah, but no one's going to go with me. I don't want to be friends here and you won't go with me. Let's not get into that right now. I was just more of a general question. Oh, I wouldn't go for like every single episode, but like the second to last or last episodes. Like if they did a double feature the last two episodes, yeah. I would go for that. On the night that it was going to air. Yeah. Okay. Um, community. People are talking about doing a community movie still. Uh, Good news or bad news? Bad news. Okay. Just let it die. Okay, this headline confused me. It said, Billing on the street, changing locations. <laughs> So I took that Physical to mean locations or I took that TV to mean channels. that he was not going to be running around the same parts of the country. TV channels, yeah, because he got an Emmy. Someone actually bought it. That's not true. An TV Emmy nominee, and actually the opposite. He has no home right now. He's uh, not on true TV right now. Really sad news. Um, I need to go on a little bit of an Apple rant, but if you need to, can I throw some good first? news? Sure. Um, Ed Screen left Hellboy because he realized that the role he was in was right. meant to go to a person of age and descent. So go. he backed out yep. and wrote a really nice letter. And they hired the guy from um, Hawaii Five O, that TV show, and lost. And lost. Yep. And they're and like they friends can. now, and it was nice. And like that's how you properly handle it. And like that dude, I'm sure lost out on a lot of money on a yep. big role and probably pissed off some people in Hollywood. But he got a lot of really good press for it. Yeah. And I'm impressed that he, you know, took the initiative to do that. Yeah. It's good. It's um, good news. You need to tell the people the most exciting thing that's happened to you since you moved to Minnesota. You weren't even telling a bad story, but then we were outside, and, and then you... And I found you... $5. Yeah. I don't know if that was, like, an outside of New Hampshire thing. Just keep that in your pocket. I found $5. Next time you're on the podcast and you run out of gas on a story. Oh, thanks. Um... Did you see the girl who pulled a sword out of a pond in the UK? Saw a headline, yeah. You, first I saw like, your, you say that your you, retweet. You say that you like King Arthur shit, but it's, yeah. it's a lie because you don't actually follow any of it. I don't subscribe to the hashtag <laughs> King Arthur shit. It's real. You don't have a Google alert guilty, for King Arthur. Guilty as charged. Um, she pulled a sword out of a pond. Supposedly it's not actually like what an Asian What was she doing in a pond? They were like swimming or like looking for... Why are there swords in a pond? I don't know. But the, her picture was so That's bad. I got so my like, swimming lessons. I'd be terrified. The tweet know, that like you retweeted was funnier. Isn't she supposed to like rule England now? Yeah. Um, I also saw a cute thing on Facebook mm-hmm. that was actually happy comments. You know the comments on Facebook? It's like you need like a couple shots of whiskey before you try and look at any comment sections nowadays. Yeah. This one was so happy. It was called Puppies for Parole, uh-huh. and it's about people um, that are incarcerated that train... That's how all happy stories start. ...that train service dogs. Train service dogs. So, like, while they're in jail, like, if they've been on good behavior and stuff yeah. in jail, they get this, like, project where they get to train these puppies to be service dogs, okay. and then they sell the service dogs or give the service dogs to people who need them, like blind people, or, or they just do it to some regular dogs who just do obedience training for dogs mm. to help rescue dogs, like, be... Um, be adopted. Okay. It's so nice. And all the comments where people are posting like pictures of their dogs that they got from some of these different services and how good it is. Just saying that if I was going business. to train a dog to sniff out drugs, I would not give that responsibility to They don't do the drug ones. They dealers. do like 
Um, seeing eye dogs. Oh, okay. Not bomb sniffing dogs. Okay. Like seeing eye dogs and like therapy dogs. And okay, stuff. I feel better. But it was a really nice story because it was about how the um, people in there get to like express express their affection with a dog, which is like a safe way of yeah, like expressing affection and, and dealing with some of their issues. And they get to have this project with the dogs, and okay. the dogs want to go home. Anyway, I thought it was a happy story. Um, do you have any other news? What's your other one that you Apple. want to rant about? Oh yeah, go ahead. Go on your Apple rant. I'll drink huh. over here. New iPhones released. First of all, there's a great parody video of this new Apple announcement, so we'll definitely have to tweet to it. I'll make okay. you watch it after this. It was really funny. You might have to access our Twitter for that. Do you even know the password? So, Apple released new iPhones. Mm-hmm. One of them is called the iPhone 8, and one of them is spelled I-P-H-O-N-E space X. X-O-X-O. Did How you would you say Gothel it? Girl? iPhone X. Oh. No, it's iPhone 10. Oh, bullshit. So they released iPhone 8 and iPhone 10 in the same announcement. It's like the platform 93 quarters of Apple. You have to walk through a wall to get access to it? I just don't get it. I understand why they did it. It's because it was the 10th anniversary of the iPhone, 2007-2017. Okay. When Apple finally upgraded their operating system, it went from iOS, it went from, sorry, Mac OS 9 to Mac OS X, but it was actually called Mac OS 10. People would call it OS 10. I start to glaze over when you start talking about this. So it was always supposed to be called 10, but how can you release something called 8 and 10 at the same point in time? Unless it's like 13 of some lucky number. Maybe it was 9, like Steve Jobs' unlucky number or something, and it's like on a building. The only thing that I think will make sense is that they never plan to go past 10, so they're going to reset with a new naming convention after this. But if they go to 11 and you keep going, and there's going to be this gap of 9, it's Mm -hmm. just ridiculous. Maybe they just won't make phones anymore. (sighs) Maybe they're quitting and they're going full on the streaming service. Um, they're also changing the name of their stores, which are currently called Apple Stores. Yeah. They don't want people to feel like they're actually stores in their retail locations. So it's just going to be Apple They're going to be called Apple Town Squares. What? Because these are meeting places for people in the community. This is some of this bodega bullshit. To come together and spend thousands of dollars. Some of this bodega bullshit. Like trying to replace an actual town square with a retail place. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to get too much to the bodegas. We went to see In the Heights the other day, local theater, and nice. a lot about With Lin-Manuel. It was not Lin-Manuel. It was a little Lin-Manuel lookalike from somewhere yeah. in Minnesota. Um, but, yeah, like, why do tech people keep trying to replace things that don't need to be replaced? Why don't you fix some actual shit that needs to be fixed? And the best... Oh, I got two other good tech stories. Jesus, okay. Not related to the Apple. longest episode of all time. We have no real topics. We're almost done. Okay. Um, I'm almost done. I'm not. Like, yeah, I'm done after these two. Okay, well, I have a lot more. That's fine. Um, Google is partnering partnering with Levi's to create a smart jacket where the jacket will have different touch points and different mm. screens in it. I saw that, but I thought it was just a shirt that kept you warm and, like, that had a thermostat on the shirt. Is that different? Yeah. Well, this is bigger and better. And the best feature... Was the Apple Watch not enough? The best Apple feature... It can only be washed 12 times in its lifetime. Ever? Ever. Why 12? This is what we've come to. You're now restricting how clean and how unsmelly you can get. I mean, I think most of my jackets I have definitely not washed 12 (laughs) times, but uh, what a weird number. Okay. And last thing... We're gamers now again. We've oh, yeah, got okay. the PS4. You want to give them an update We're on playing Witcher? Are you a Witcher? 
No. New video game coming down the line. Spyro. Called Fight of Gods, where you get to play as Jesus. That, uh... I'm shocked that this is the first time that anyone's, like, tried to do this. Okay, but are you, like, Jesus trying to convert the apostles? Is it, like, it, is it, like, choose your own adventure of the Bible? Or no story it... at all. It's just a, like, a side screen fighter where it's two gods fighting each other. So you can play as Zeus, you can play so as Pokemon, Jesus. but gods. Yes. God Demon. Not actually going to buy it. I'm sure it probably Pokegons. won't even make it. That's good. The tagline for it was, he's back and he's cross. <laughs> That's, One yikes. Of, yeah. yeah. Yikes. People are going to be angry about that. Yeah. Well then. Okay. You can dominate the rest of the time. I'll just drink. All right. So I just have some upcoming things. That's good. That's we, talk, we, we already talked wrap up John Brown. J.J. Abrams is taking over Star Wars. Yeah. Same I am kind of meh about J.J. Abrams in general. I think he's a bit overrated. Mm. But I really did love The Force Awakens. You did. So I'm going to give him a chance. Okay. Um, Magic School Bus, speaking of Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's been coming back for like three years. Yes, but there's actually like a trailer and a song now. Like Lin-Manuel Miranda did the song, and Kate McKinnon is Miss Frizzle now. Okay. So, and it's not actually like a total reboot. It's not live action. No. Kate McKinnon is like meant to be Miss Frizzle's like younger sister or something that's taking over. Um, Tomb Raider? I've never watched any of the original Tomb Raiders. It started as a video game, you know. Yeah. I saw the new movie, like... Tomb Raider Origins or whatever bullshit it's called. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. Um, was actually slightly tempted by it. Okay. Because it's not Angelina Jolie anymore, I hope. It's not. It's, Thank um... God. Oh, fuck. I forgot her name. Hmm. Oh, fuck. No. Um, Tomb mm-hmm. Raider. So I'll talk about Tomb Raider while you're looking at it You just said up. you were going to drink and not talk anymore. I never have played a full Tomb Raider game, but on, like, my first Mac... I had, like, a demo for the first level of, like, the first Tomb Raider to come out on Mac. And this was back when, like, there were no computer games for Macs uh, other than number crunchers and fraction Um, Alicia Vikander. Okay. So I've only played one level. It feels like me with, with, um, why didn't you talk about Mario Go? We talked about it the other time when we had... Yeah, but now it's coming out or something, isn't it? They're cutting the price and adding new levels. But it still goes against your only free iOS games. Um, What else is upcoming? So, Wonder, that one has been coming out for ages. You still need to read it first. Blue book with weird face on the front. Yes. Okay. Because you thought The Wonder, which is by Emma Donahue, which I did not like. Okay. Different Different books. Very different book. Um, The Peter Rabbit movie, did you see that bullshit? No. Horrifying. It has your favorite guy in it, though. Donna Gleason. There's another movie with two Gleasons, apparently. Donna Gleason's in the the Winnie the Pooh origin story. Is that the one you're thinking of? When he's um, A.A. Milne? That is the one that 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 you're thinking of. There's two of them in it? Two Gleasons? Is it his son or something? I don't know. Wait, is he Fred and George? No, he's Uh A.A. Milne, the author of um, Winnie the Pooh. And it's all about the origins of how he started writing that story. And how the real Christopher Robin... Is that the one I'm thinking of? I think it's the one you're thinking of. Why would it say that his leading credit... He's in Peter Rabbit, you're right. His leading credit is Ex Machina? No. It should not be. Did you see the thing I sent you about Ex Machina? Like, you can stay in that hotel? Yeah. You didn't even comment on it. Um, so Peter Rabbit looks ridiculous. I don't know 
Uh, Tom Gleason, you had to do a voice for a Lego Star Wars game, dude. Come on. He was in, he was the Star oh, Wars guy. He was in Star Wars. Yes. Who was he in Star Wars? General Hux. Yeah, General Hux. I have to watch it again. You, I've watched it like six times. We watched, oh, you were too drunk on Christmas. Yeah. Okay, what else is coming up? Um, Amy Poehler is producing a show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. Nothing will ever top. Parks and Rec. I'm really excited because Jen, shout out if you're still listening to these, is what? watching, doing an, a Parks and Rec binge because it's just been put on Australian Netflix. Good. And she keeps um, sending me different messages about where they are and I respond in funny gifts. Nice. When I was sick, the only thing that made me feel better was watching all the Parks and Rec characters be sick. Stop pooping. <laughs> I have found it somewhere in this room. <laughs> Don't open that drawer. <laughs> um, amazing episode. Amazing show. Um... So, Amy Poehler show on Netflix. The only other thing I want to talk about yeah. is my boy Mark, Mark Oshiro from Mark Does Stuff, Mark Reads Stuff, Woo! has published his first book officially. I knew it was coming really? for a while. Um, he's been kind of giving as much little hints as he can about it, but it's been officially published. It's called Anger is a Gift. It's nonfiction. No, it's fiction. It's fiction. It's a fictional story. Okay. So... He's talked a bit about his struggles because he had a lot of story ideas in one story Sound and kind like of, had to, book kind of had to segregate them out. It's actually Raging Against the Machine um, lyric, I think. Oh, or something. Uh, okay. Um, but it's about a Latino boy, I believe, mm-hmm. in his community and some of the issues he goes through. And I'm really excited for it. Okay. So I like Mark's writing. I've yep. met him. He's a really cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited for him because he's always wanted to be a published author and had some shitty stuff happen in his life. And all the Mark reads, everything took off. And yeah. He has another book coming as well, so I'm excited. I'm excited to read it. I have to pre-order it sometime. Good. Is that all we have for today? We're about to hit an hour, so should I save my Sarah J. Mass for next week? Yeah, I need a little more time to digest. <laughs> the wine, or... Can I have another cupcake now? Sure, we can go eat some more cupcakes. Okay. Um, is that everything for now? Yeah, fantasy baseball season's over. Oh, we finished in 12th out of 12th. Yeah, don't hire me to draft your teams. Or even do it, I won't even do it for free. Because I'm not very good at it. Get down, get down. So, thank you so much for your patience while we've been moving and shit. And we've been, like, really inconsistent. But we should hopefully be back to a regular schedule now. So, mm-hmm. we've got some good stuff coming up for you guys. I'm sorry this episode was a hot mess. But, hope you enjoyed it. We've missed doing the podcasting. So, we'll definitely be tuning in again soon. Sure. And, uh, cheers to us. Bye, 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 bye. See ya.